Now, this prophetic message is titled, Build Me an Ark. And you're going to understand why it's called Build Me an Ark in a few moments. The Lord gave me this prophetic message on the 26th of October, 2007. This is one of the most important prophetic messages I've received in my ministry. The urgency that accompanied it was almost overwhelming. Not only does it have local but global significance, which means that it not only has significance for us, but it has significance for the whole world. I urge all who read it and who are hearing it, especially pastors, leaders, ministers and intercessors to join with me in prayer so that the body of Christ will be prepared for what is to come. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 to verse 22 And Genesis chapter 7, verse 1 to verse 24. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And I want you to pay particular attention to that and to highlight that if you would. Noah walked with God. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence, not very different to what we see today. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and you shall finish it to a cubit from above and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female of the birds after their kind of animals after their kind of and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind. Two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive and you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten and you shall gather it to yourself and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God had commanded him. So he did. And that's very important as well. I want you to highlight that as well, if you would. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. He was obedient to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, 
because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female, two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female. Also seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. I want you to underline that or highlight that as well. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. He was obedient to God's instructions. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters were on the earth. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth, two by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were open. And the rain was on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. On the very same day, Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife and three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth 40 days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life. All that was on the dry land died. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. I want you to pay particular attention to that as well and to highlight that statement as well. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. On the morning of October the 26th, 2007, as I prayed in my prayer closet, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, build me an ark. That's what he said to me. He said, build me an ark. And I replied, what do you mean? He continued, you are like Noah and the ark is the church. I want you to build the church for a time is coming when the darkness will cover the earth like a flood and the only place of true protection and safety will be the church. Now, when the Lord said to me, you are like Noah, that was not only a personal word for me. When the Lord said, you are like Noah, he was also talking to the body of Christ. He was saying to the church, you are like Noah. 
the Christian church is like Noah in the days of the flood. I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of God coming in right now. This is such an important message. Then I saw a vision of the earth from space. It looked peaceful, tranquil and quiet. Suddenly, I saw a thick black mist cover the earth. The earth looked like a big black ball. Then I saw lights that looked like beacons slowly appearing through the mist, one on one side of the planet, another on the other side of the planet, until the face of the earth was covered with them. There were only a few of these beacons, possibly seven in all. Their light shined through the mist, creating markers on the earth. The people saw the markers, were drawn to them, and I saw millions flocking to the light of these markers. Then the vision ended. The black mist in this vision represents a flood of darkness coming upon the earth. The darkness represents evil and the deterioration or decay of the world's moral substance. We see in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, it says, And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Now, I want to share with you some prophetic messages the Lord gave me about this years before anything that we see happening around us today ever began to happen. Some of these messages are about 13 years old. So the first one I want to read for you is a prophetic word that the Lord gave me on the 1st of January, 1995 at 12.30 a.m. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to read the key points of this prophetic word. I won't read the whole prophetic word because of time's sake. So these prophetic words are going to be on the website. If you want to read the complete prophetic word, you'll be able to go to the website, uh, bring it up on the screen and read the complete prophetic word. After prayer with the Lord, his word came to me concerning the future of the earth, its people and its nations. Cry out in sadness, shed your tears, O earth, beat your breasts, tear your clothes, weep for yourselves and your world, a year of disaster for you and those who are within you. Nations will beg for help and mercy, a year of darkness for its four corners. Disaster after disaster, one by one, all at once coming upon you, natural disasters and man-made disasters, hurricanes, cyclones, volcanoes, earthquakes, floods, war, upheavals, fires, famines, droughts, disease and crime like none witnessed since the beginning of time or mentioned since the birth of the nations. Open your ears, pay attention, news of an earthquake is coming to you. It will astound the world and, it's, and amaze its people. What have we just heard about recently? One of the worst earthquakes the world has ever known and that China has ever known. The Lord spoke this to me 13 years ago. It wasn't after I saw the news and thought, wow, God's speaking to me. I'll go and write down what I'm seeing. 13 years ago, before anyone had any clue that was going to happen. And I'm emphasizing that because I want you to understand God is real and that he still speaks today. Ignore the people who are telling you that prophecy does not exist. God does not speak today. God does not do miracles today. God does not heal today because they're absolutely wrong. 
They don't know what they're talking about. With all respect, they do not know what they're talking about. And I think some people are scared to come to this church because they know we're speaking boldly about it and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to admit this is what's happening. Are you with me? Countries, cities overcome by the power of water will swim. The floodgates will be opened as in the time of Noah. Water stored in storehouses since its separation from the land will be released. But Yahweh or the Lord God will keep his promise and the world will not perish by water but by fire. Which is what the Bible tells us, that the world will perish by fire, not by water. So what we're seeing in the world today is very similar to what happened in Noah's day. And we, the church, are the Noahs of our day. We're called to tell people about the Lord. We're called to preach the gospel and to warn them about the judgment to come. 